0: Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hotbox. My name is Matt McSweeney joining you here on a UFC 276 uh, the the eve of a of probably one of the biggest cards in recent really recent memory but like of the year, right? What would you say? Yeah,
1: international fight week, you know, Always this is supposed card. to be where where Connor is supposed to be, but you know. Me leg still hurts. Uh, retired. Now, me, yeah, me leg still hurts. <laughs> but uh we Uh, are dr stoppage
0: yeah dr stoppage but we are here uh we're gonna break down last week's card but we are here mainly to give you all the picks all the information that you could possibly need going into this weekend's card adesanya is defending his middleweight title against jared cannonier he's a minus what like 400 favorite but there's plenty of other fights on this card that we will get into talk about discuss and whatnot but first Let's get into last weekend's card that we, uh, I'll always get mad when we get the uh, main event wrong. And this was one where I don't know if we actually did get it wrong. Cause I thought, I thought our guy won, but that happens every week, dude. Yeah. Every
1: week, cater here, Ege. I just, I, I could go down the list and I swear to God, I'm getting like every fight night main event wrong,
0: but we're doing pretty well on these other, uh, on these other <laughs> fights, I would say, um, yeah. Shout Except out to for Christos Gallegos. Yeah, well, you got Pateau wrong. That, that was cash city Unbelievable, for me. Mr. Parmesan. Unbelievable. Got Well, I mean, listen, I don't think either one of us are really wrong there because Parmesan was in yeah. trouble there. He was in <laughs> they both deep, died, deep, deep trouble.
1: If they could both get L's, I think they would.
0: So uh, Matus Gamrot uh, was able to get a unanimous decision 48-47 across the board against Armin Sarukian in a uh, – which uh, one of the – I mean, that was a high-level technical battle back and forth between these two. I don't have much to say. I mean, I was imp- I guess uh, different things that I may have been impressed by. Uh, Gamrot's just wrestling and defensive wrestling and just ability to scramble. And, to, like, I guess I just underestimated his grappling in comparison to Sarukian's. Um, I just thought it was an entertaining fight back and forth. It, it was the fight of the night. It, it was rightfully so. Um, I can't remember what round I'm giving to Sarukian, but... I, th- I I mean, I thought it was two two, and I think th- I, I, that fight's really blurry, uh, be- just because of uh, how how late it was. Honestly, at night, I was. Yeah. That, dude, that was a kidding. dude. I, I'm usually like no problem, but like I, I have uh, you know I have I have softball in the morning now. I started fucking playing softball to Everyone out there who cares, <laughs> but like by that time at night, like I got to be up at like seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. The Next day, I'm just like, bro, like are you? Ca-? I could not believe how late it was. It was almost like it.
1: Started like how they start pay-per-views, which is funny because this weekend's card is starting at six, and last weekend started at seven. Uh, you know, it's like 1 o'clock, and the fight's on, and I'm like, this is not, you know,
0: yeah, this is hell. not ideal. But I mean, yeah, I'm not complaining because I do like the late late-night cards. I just uh, this one was a little tough for me, uh, but. What, what what say you about uh this fight? I I don't want to I don't want to go on about the judges. I don't really necessarily think it was a robbery. I thought Gamrot did enough to win, but I just had Saruki in winning the fight. So I'm I'm very biased and I, I just I, I want to be transparent in that bias.
1: Yeah, I thought he won too. I, I know he got the first two rounds. I can't remember which of the next three that I thought it, I gave it was it the 5th. And I don't know if you gave the 5th to Saruki. I think I did too. Uh, uh, to be yeah. honest. Um, I have to go back. We and were texting about re- it.
0: I forget. I forget what uh, rounds. I, yeah, I think it was it five made. in the morning. So you know, yeah, exactly. I I was fucking banged up by that time. But
1: <laughs> uh, no, there's. You know, I think it says Gamrat was six of twenty-one on takedowns. Sarukian was one of eight. But there were so many scrambles and just so many, so much positioning. You know, jockeying for positioning and a lot of clinch work. Um, yeah, Sarukian threw a lot of shots. He didn't land a lot of them, but his striking's still improving. He's only twenty-five. Um, you know, it was, it, it looked real rough when he first got to the UFC. So, and Gamrot's a vet, man. He's, you know, he's been around for a little bit. He's fought a lot of guys on in the, in, in Poland, on the regional scene and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I just thought Sarukin, you know, did enough to get the W. but great fight. I can't really complain. I'd just much rather see these kind of main events or these kind of fights, you know, instead of being in a co-main where the main events, Walt Harris and Blago even Ivanov, You know, we can see this instead of, you know, get five rounds of this and get our money's worth, even if it's free.
0: Yeah. uh, And, like, we kind of talked – like, I was so shocked when the UFC made this a main event, like, when we talked about this couple weeks (laughs) ago. I remember. I remember. I
1: said it was coming up, and you were like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. My mind was blown because I I don't really like to look (laughs) ahead at a lot of these cards other than just mainly the pay-per-views because – It's just like, so what? Like, we'll get there when we get there, basically, because we're going to spend an hour sitting here talking about it anyway. So I might as well just wait for the time to come. But I could not believe it just based off the fact that they don't usually do the uh, prospects coming up or just like kind of like a high level fight like this on on like give them five rounds on a main event situation. It's usually like we talk about on here, like a Volkov and like some heavyweight battle that no one wants to see and that they run out Curtis Blades fighting Derek Lewis for the sixth time you're like okay or yeah. or Holly Holm is on a main event fighting Misha Tate for the 15th time you're like uh, all right dude like i could care less what's going to happen here but i am i was pleasantly surprised by by them doing it i hope they continue to do stuff like this like the um this gave me like a Fazeev, uh, RDA vibes where like that could be like one of those i mean this lightweight lightweight division is a problem, man. It, it, there are we talk about it, uh, the the lightweight once you get into the ranked. I mean, there's obviously guys in the lower lower half, but like lightweight, <clears throat> I mean, middleweight, welterweight. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of these divisions that are just stocked with uh with talent. We're gonna talk about some of the guys that are at, at middleweight and uh you know into fighting at two seventy six just alone. Shout out to our boy Andre Manise, but well, here we go. You know. Here we One, go.
1: 155 for sure. Like you're, we're starting. I think we're starting to see some of the some of the old guard get pushed out, and some of the new guard get ushered in. You know, like um, like the Maester. I forget his name. Like uh, what was his name? Like Maester Qyburn said in Game of Thrones. <laughs> you got to usher out the in. Usher out the old. Bring in the new. Something like that. But
0: wasn't he a fucking old blind coop, dude?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but we're, we're 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 ushering in the new. We're ushering in the Demir Izmagulovs, the Arvin Sarukians. Uh, I know Brad Riddell's not young, but the Brad Riddells, Joel Alvarez, um, uh, not Alexander Hernandez, your boy, uh, Ilya Tepuria, uh Joe Selecki.
0: Shout out Joe Selecki,
1: Jalen Turner. Even if you want to go down, Guram um and even guys that are like ranked now, like Gamrat. Gamrat's gonna be a top ten. I, I think he's top ten. He's nine on ranking MMA. But, like, you're seeing, you know, like, Ferguson and Dos Anjos and other guys starting to, like, Dariush getting older and, slow, you know, maybe even Gaethje starting to get ushered out a little bit. Like, do you, truthfully, do you think Justin Gaethje beats either of those men on Saturday? I don't.
0: Um, Maybe. But, yeah, like, I, I can see what you're saying, though. Like, it's definitely not, like, the foregone conclusion that, I mean, Matus is number eight now. Moved up four spots. Um, Mr. McGregor was moved down four spots, uh, w- w- disrespectfully, as I should say. But Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gaethje, uh, I, do you think that he would be, like, you think Gamera might be able to hold him down? I guess it, that would be his best path to victory. But, I mean, Gaethje kind of seems like, I don't like to use the word exposed, but it seems like everyone kind of has the game plan on, on what to do against him, just kind of.
1: He's so easy to pass. Yeah, it, He has no resistance on the ground.
0: On the ground, it's just kind of, yeah, it's easy work, but it's just basically, can you get him down and hold him down? I mean, even Oliveira, well, I mean, it was had to crack him to get him down. Like, it wasn't like a takedown necessarily, so. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, Gamrot, it um, just really impressed me with his offensive grappling and just his ability to, even when Sarukin would get a, a position of advantage, he would fucking scramble out or you know roll out and just kind of end up on top or get on his back or just yeah he never like uh, um like accepted a negative position and i think uh that's a big thing in uh it, it mixed martial arts any sort of grappling if you're doing jiu-jitsu you just can't be okay with laying on the bottom and, and trying to look for your submission you just have to constantly keep moving and keep wrestling and keep Go, like, just going for, uh, you know, different positions, and eventually you get out of it. and uh, Man, I, 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 I want to apologize to Mr. Matus, because he, uh, you know, I was wrong. I was wrong. Because yeah. I, I underestimated his ability big time. But someone I did not underestimate their ability. I got to say, man, my, my, I'm like the LeBron of segways and now <laughs> I'm going for another one. Shavkot Rachmanov uh, dominated Neil Magny.
1: A-plus pronunciation.
0: Yeah, the, I I know the big ones, man. Well, once you get to, once you get once you're ranked, I, I can get your name pretty pretty yeah, easily. But you know, exactly. I, I gotta hear uh, I gotta hear John Anik say it a few times, or, or Brendan Fitzgerald, <laughs> who I yeah. will say I, I like when they, they they get the boys together. Who was it this weekend? Brendan Fitzgerald, Bisping and Cruz.
1: I think so, right? Which honestly, I, I was like, ah, oh, Cruz, I don't know, and you know, Bisping, and then you got Fitzy as the main guy. I don't know if he can hold those two down and anchor them down, but they did really well. I love Fitzgerald. I, I think. He's a he's a lot like Anik, except he stays in his lane more because he's not John Anik, and he knows that. Obviously, exactly. you know he's he's the B to John Anik's A, which is completely fine. You know, in a world where there's competition in everything you do, and there's you know jealousy in, in, in every part of life, especially you know in the workplace, it's great that it's a really you know because I remember they brought in uh, Joe Joe Rogan's guy Jimmy Smith, and he's fucking awesome, but they didn't really have a role for him. They didn't know what they wanted to do with him, and they kind of fucked him over it was really a bad decision but then they let him go and they wanted him to be like a b guy you know but they never really put him in the booth so i I love fitzy man i i love what he does i'm glad he does like the small things too i think him and bisping will just be them too they'll do like um the contender series uh with laura whatever her name is senko Senko, yeah so i, I <clears throat> but no i like i i thought cruz was not that annoying which is very rare and, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty
0: good squad. I thought the uh, interesting, we mentioned the contender series, Bo Nickel going to be on the contender series, supposedly. That's, oh, what, fuck, that's really? I'm hearing rumors of that, uh, that he signed to the UFC and his first fight will be with the contender series, but we will see. We'll get there. Uh, quickly on Shavkot. Uh, I kind of expected Neil Magny not to, uh, present much of a problem and that's not to be disrespectful to Neil Magny. It's just due to the fact that this is a matchup thing. Like, there's not much he can do to stop Shavkot from just kind of ragdolling him and taking him down, and you know he's Neil Magny's long. He's not exactly a powerful wrestler or, or whatnot, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's a good win for Shavkot, but it's kind of like a win. Afterwards, you're just like, all right, well, like now I want to see him against Gilbert Burns. Now I want to see him against Vicente Luque. He calls out. Yeah. Wonder Boy and the Diaz is after, and it's like, all right, dude, I don't know who's feeding these guys these fucking call-outs, but, like, uh, that ain't it, man. Uh, I mean, I would yeah, yeah. love to see him against a powerful wrestler, and if you look at this top of Sean the 170 Brady. division, exactly, I don't think that they're not, it just seems like they're not going to do any of that. Everyone wants to fight Wonder Boy so they can fucking ragdoll him and beat the shit out of that <laughs> old man, but there's no reason for that.
1: <laughs> no, none.
0: So, Shavkot, Brady, I mean, even Shamaya. I love
1: Luque, but he's fighting Jeff Neal. Or, yeah. honestly, Bil- Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. I, I think that's a really interesting man. Bilal wants honestly. to fight
0: Chamaev. You see him walking around with the Chamaev well, uh, shirt. I don't know. If, either way, I don't think that's a good move for Mr. Mister Muhammad, but his time is coming. Chieza? For who? Shavkat? Yeah. That would be nice. I think he gets smashed, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Shavkat should fight Luke a. or Burns. Uh, but I don't think Burns, Burns isn't going to do that, right? Cause Burn, who's Burns fighting? Burns doesn't have a fight He'll, right now, right? He doesn't have one now. But uh, I think he, I imagine he's probably going to fight either up or, I mean, it's either, for me, it would be like Colby or, yeah, Colby or probably Shavkot or Brady or one of those guys. So, I mean, Brady and what, all those, those these contenders need a fight. Brady, yeah, Shavkot, Chamaya, they need a fight, bro.
1: I think eventually they're going to have to put Shavkot in there with Kamzat. And that's going to be an interesting matchup because they're so different. You know, Shavkot is so patient. And Kamzad is very, you know, hell on wheels. But, you know, he, he's a little contro- con- controlled aggression in a way. I w- I I, I want to see how Shavkot reacts when he gets, uh, like, some resistance. Yeah, Neil Magny was trying to do some stuff. But honestly, man, Shavkot is very robotic. Like, those up kicks were coming in hot yes. heavy. And Neil Magny is long, man. He was just brushing in the side, getting out of the way. And then, you know, throw, throwing his legs aside and, you know, getting back on top of him. That that was a re- really good performance, just take, taking his time, very patient, and then a fucking guillotine choke right at the bell at the end of the second round. Like,
0: Hell yeah. Ca- you know,
1: no, I don't... Cash out my really inside
0: inside two rounds, dude. Cash that Oof. shit out, bro.
1: Holy shit, just barely. Oh my god, but, I, um,
0: I, I fired that because I saw it was like minus 170 or something like that, and I was like, alright, let me just play these first two rounds. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, when he pulled that guillotine, I'm like, finish it! FINISH IT! <laughs> and he fucking did, dude. I can't believe he tapped. I mean, there's... I but the thing is, you, you can't believe he tapped until you're putting one of those and you're like, yeah, I'm not ma- I don't care how much time's left. I'm not making another two seconds. I'm going to fucking sleep. Yeah. yeah tap, tap, yeah. tap. I'm out of here, dude. So,
1: it's going to be interesting. He did have three... Before he got to the UFC, it's funny, he had three... Um, he had three guys he was supposed to fight and never ended up fighting any of them. I- Ilizu Zaleski, Ramazan Amiv, and Bartosz Fabinski. Uh, I would love to have seen him against Zaleski making his debut. I think that would have been crazy. Wait, but
0: hold on—you don't want to see him fight Fabinski?
1: Nah, dude, your boy, your boy, the butcher has seen better days. Um, he did just fight two guys who are ground experts and Prisaris. Really, he's he's got some bad matchups. Yeah, Mister Fabinski—they don't help him out at all, dude. They're like, who's the best jujitsu guys in the world? Oh, we'll just give them all to you. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what uh, Shavkot does next, man. I mean. The nomad, the, ugh, the nomad is only twenty-seven. Um, you know that co- that combat, 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 sambo mixed with his patient but devastating, you know, spinning, spinning attacks that he'll once in a while do, and then his his sambo and his ground submission game, his top control, his pressure, your coughing, everything, everything. I mean, everything. There's there's nothing that isn't missing in this kid's game besides what experience, uh, you know, can he, can he take a shot? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, but you know, when he runs through four UFC veterans in a one set, what first, second, first, second round. So like, you know, he can only do what's in front of him. He can only, he can only, uh, you know, beat who beat who, uh, who's in front of him. So th- it's definitely too late now. I mean, th- there's, there's no going back. You can, you can turn down a fight against him, Maybe a couple fights ago. Nowadays, if you're in the top ten, top fifteen, you you better you better say yes or you ain't getting a fight. Like this dude, there's no denying him now. And truly, I truly think I don't know when. You know, it's really hard. He's he's had a such a good di- division. You know, what I mean, like the champion Kamara Usman, one of the best uh, welterweights ever. So, but he's also not young. He's had a lot of injuries, a lot of surgeries. He's talked about retiring somewhat early before, I believe. I don't know. I'm just going to go on a limb. I'm going to say Shavkat Rachmanov is the next UFC welterweight champion.
0: Wow. After Usman. There you go. Uh, I think the thing with Shavkat is he's at that point where Hamzat was after the Leaf fight. Where it's like, it's yeah. time to see it. Like you said, like resistance, all those words you use. Like, haven't seen him take it like... We had to see Hamzat do it against Burns before we were like, okay, like, you know, he did, he fought like a moron, all that stuff, but his back was against the wall that night, and he fucking still just continued to fight like a psychopath. So it's like, okay, like, this guy's for real. I think we need yeah. to see Shavkat, like you said, put. we need his feet held to the fire a little bit, and to see yeah. how he responds. Even the champions, you know, the guys like Usman, man, like, Usman's feet were held to the fire against uh, Covington. Like, in that first fight. Both times. Yeah, both times especially. But in that first fight, it was, like, the first time. uh, Obviously, he'd lost or whatnot, and he'd been in, like, precarious situations. But that Covington fight seemed like the first time he was, like, you know, like, really, like, oh, shit. Like, this is, like, not going his way. And he turned it around. Burns fight, he gets cracked, and he fucking, you know, bounces back and just dominates him in the second round. Uh, I think, you know... I say all that to say we basically just need Shavkat to be tested to see what he's truly worth. And you kind of basically said the same thing. So. I hear you. Uh, someone who got tested this weekend, Josh Parmesan Parisian took a care of business against the Frenchman, uh, Alan Boudot, whose nickname is what?
1: Um, I believe it is the Black Samurai.
0: Yes, sir. And the Black Samurai had a good first round. He had He had Mr. Parmesan in trouble uh had had him fucking uh (laughs) i I, did he have him was he on top at a certain point
1: he yeah that was the mistake he made yeah right flipped on his back yeah just like a fucking pancake
0: yep and uh then i think towards the end of the first round parmesan started to flip it a little bit and uh like started to land some like on the fence shots and, and really just started to kind of change the momentum and then that second round, it was all him, and only a matter of time before he got that TKO. So, uh, Budo just doesn't have what it takes. That's basically what yeah, I Yeah, mean cut this. watch. Yeah, as it should be. Uh, and shout out to Eddie Wineland for being removed from the uh, roster, uh, and finally entering the land that we like to speak about on here. <laughs> Tiago Moises gets a submission rear naked choke in three minutes and calls out Joe Selecki afterwards.
1: That'd be a good point.
0: That would be a good fight. That'd be a great test for both of these guys, uh, especially Joe. That, that, that's like a nice that's a nice step up in competition. But Gallegos, Cut
1: watch. Um, not yet. I I don't think so. I think that might be. I mean, maybe. How old is he? It's two yeah, in a row. I mean, to two pretty row, good two guys. Good butters, yeah, he'll stick around. He'll stick around for a little bit, but I'm, sure, I'm 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 sure his best days are behind him. I mean. Both of these losses were very quickly. Again, both good fighters, but just quick losses, you know. After a while, at 10th loss. He's been finished, what, three, four, five times now? Six times now, so, you know, after a while, the damage starts to accumulate. But Tiago Moises, he said, I think this was the, I think he said this was the biggest fight of his career. I think he he might say that coming off the... the Alvarez and But... Yeah, I mean, easy rear naked choke for him. I mean, didn't take much effort, really. I mean, he's a good fighter. I, I, I like Tiago Moises. I think you know those two; those two L's are uh, really rough. Also, there's Magulov, too, and Dariush. I mean, like and Robert Watley, Watley, um, who I don't I don't know if he's still fighting, but at one point he was a huge prospect in um, LFA. So, I, I mean, if you look at all his losses, I think Tiago Moises is twenty-seven-two. So. You know, 16-6 six against some of the guys he's fought. You know, he beat Bobby Green. Uh, he ankle-locked Michael Johnson. He beat Alexander Hernandez when... Uh, I think that was a little bit after Hernandez's uh, rank rise in the rankings. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I still think he's good, man. I think he can do some things. I know yeah, yeah, uh, Yagos is a little, little cook, but... um good for Mo- Moises. Making quick work of him.
0: Good for Moises. big win for him. Uh, it just... I would love to see that Joe Selecki fight and uh I yeah. just I'd like to see I mean he's coming it's a good bounce back win from him coming off of that uh where he was like the minus two fifty favorite against Alvarez, I think, and he and he took that L. So that's so what they said he's like two he was like three and one as a UFC favorite, and the one who was like a minus two seventy or two fifty, something like that against Alvarez, I think. And he took yeah. an L. But Umar Nurmagomedov takes care of business against Nate Maness. Uh, pretty dominant decision. 30-25, 30-26, 30-27. So, honestly. Makes, uh, disagreement
1: in judges. Yeah.
0: In yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have much to say other than just Nate had no business. <laughs> well, not just being on the ground with him. And couldn't do anything about that. And just, I don't know. Yeah, you know?
1: I like Dr. Umar. I don't, I don't love him. You know, I don't like him as much as Usman Nurmagomedov. But I do, I do like him. Uh, I don't know if this puts him in that in that um, I think it puts him above Saeed honestly I, which I I think he's better than Saeed and Marko he's not that great he's not that good I should say um, but yeah it puts him in that uh, Victor Henry Jack Shore Kyler Phillips maybe not Sean O'Malley but Ricky Simone tier you know what I mean he's in that range I would love to see Umar fight Jack Shore I think that would be very I know Jack Shore has Ricky Simone and that's going to be an amazing fight that's next week two weeks uh, I think Umar and Jack Shore would be very similar to Sarukian and Gamrot. I think uh, Jack Shore is a little bit more experienced, but I think both of them have uh, weaknesses in their striking, but they're still getting better. Umar is getting better. Jack Shore's striking is getting better. You saw that in the timor Valley fight. Um, and you saw you just saw uh, Umar do what he had to do to Nate Maness. 15-0, um, Jack Shore 16-0. Let's see if somebody's got to go.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, for one of the first times ever, we've had a microphone change in the middle of this podcast. Uh,
1: I'm back. If I sound different,
0: yeah, you sound cra You sound like fucking Morgan Freeman now, dude. This is crazy. All right, this is what we're going for now. I like this quality, dude. All right, we are
1: up. We are upgrading over here.
0: All right, Jesus, dude, this is crazy. All right, uh, so I'm with uh, Morgan Capone Freeman. Uh, so. Uh, let's go. Let's keep it moving. Though this was a, uh, I would say, e- not not easy win, but um, relatively easy bet for Chris Curtis to take care of Adolfo Vieira, due to the fact that Adolfo Vieira's ground game uh, doesn't get to be used because his stand up and gas tank are not good. His takedowns are not good. He uh, he's like the uh, not he's really good at jujitsu, but yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and. You need more than jujitsu to be an MMA fighter when other these other guys can do this shit too, you know?
1: You no, know, he hits hard and his striking's still coming together. Uh I, he's only thirty two. I thought he was like forty for some reason. He looks forty.
0: Yeah, um, that's the steroids. <coughs>
1: yeah. Or the uh you know that Brazilian Brazilian meat. Uh thought so it was Mexican 40. meat. Yeah, only, Brazilian. Only with
0: Canelo, dude. Apparently he's the only guy with steak. <laughs>
1: uh I think Hodolpha was a little younger than Curtis, but Curtis looked good, man. You know his hands are sharp. He'll he'll take a shot too. He's not he's not scary. He's got a he's got a pretty good chin. Uh, and twenty over 20, twenty on takedowns, Vieira was. That's fucking nuts. Uh, shout out to Chris Curtis. I mean, I know some of those takedowns were just, you know, uh, Vieira was kind of lunging. He was kind of telegraphing them. But I mean, you shoot twenty takedowns in fifteen minutes, you're bound to get one, especially when your nickname is the Black Belt Hunter. Like. You know what I mean? Like that's that should just happen on accident, but it didn't. I think he definitely needs <clears throat> to work on some of his offensive wrestling, some of his takedown offense, because truly it's it's not it's, it's, it's ugly. I mean, he's not really like I can see what he's doing. I can see that. Okay, you do this and this. I mean, the the broadcast booth was picking it apart. You know, when, whenever he shot for a takedown, they were saying, "Ah, oh, not a gr- not a great shot." Um, I thought he won the first round, but after that. Chris Curtis <clears throat> took it away, and you know if you did bet on Adolfo, like I hypothetically did, you lost, so I apologize
0: there you go you know it's uh <laughs> it's really tough to to admit that to the people <laughs> uh and thoughts and prayers for you. Uh, <laughs> the other one you might have to talk to the people about uh, oh my. God.
1: Oh, All no. right, uh,
0: here he is. Who is this the Water Buffalo.
1: Yeah. No, no, that's Fabulous. Oh shit, my bad,
0: my <laughs> bad. Uh <laughs> This is uh, Mr. Olberg, though, is the, mainly who yeah, I want to talk about here. Uh, looked like the <laughs> looked Black like, Jag. Looked like Prime McGregor in this fight. Uh, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the Black
1: P- Jag, not the Water <laughs> Buffalo. Come on, dude, you got to get these fucking light heavyweight nicknames correct. God damn. Tafan to Don though. Um, yeah, not good. Yeah, that's three months. Two bad knockouts. He needs to take some time off. the uh, The Merzikana flying knee, really. <laughs> that was really bad. That set, that that opened the gates, and then when Carlos Olberg walked him into the land of winning ghosts, I mean, he hit him with like a a, a, a hook jab, like a a, yep. a check hook almost. And you know, you saw all the city kickboxing boys loving it. You know, it, it seems like lately everybody that's australian or that knows eugene Behrman or that goes to city kickboxing <laughs> has been winning it's a spite. i've had so much i've had enough i'm so over it this weekend we have 3 of them i guarantee you they all win i i would bet i would bet so much money that brad rodell wins we'll oh, talk, yeah. we'll get there yeah we'll get but there but just just because i guarantee that ha- that happens but shout out to olberg he looked good uh not just good looking he is probably the most handsome fighter in the ufc probably he the best said that good- twice now uh, yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it again. I'll tweet it again. Every time he fights, I'm gonna tweet about Mr. Hansen. All right. It's like him, and uh, who's the hottest female? I can't even think. I don't know, but he's he's above her. Whoever it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Tefan needs to take some time off. That's just two bad knockouts in a row. He's you know he's young, but he's just he's not very good. You know.
0: Not very good. There's not, there's not much. There's not much you can say other than that. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's yeah. like
1: that's all. He might be one of the like who else is to a that's not good. Him Alexa Kamer. I don't even know if that guy. Mr. Nick. I don't know if that guy's still around. I mean,
0: he, these they're all better than this guy.
1: Kennedy's Juku. I'd probably take Kennedy. Um
0: What about yeah. uh <laughs> what about Johnny Walker, dude?
1: <laughs> the first one to get breathed on goes to sleep 100%. Jesus. That we would see a double knockout, I think, in that in that in that fight for the first time ever.
0: Uh, uh so how about Nerd and Beek getting it? I'm gonna yeah. qu- I'm gonna run through a
1: couple of these decision ones. Your uh, boy Nerd and Beek, yeah. TJ Brown looked pathetic.
0: Yep, we're not betting. he's so. on the do not bet list, so I don't have yeah. much to
1: say other than that. He's a sad individual.
0: Morozov got took care of business against Paiva.
1: Good work after he got after he got hurt. Yep. He won the second and third.
0: Cody Durden smoked uh, oh, J P. Don't call me Cheyenne Bays, dude. This is listen.
1: It's been a rough year for J P. Vlismus. I mean, uh, J P. Bays. It's been a rough, <laughs> rough year. To get, you know, hold on. Who 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 was it?
0: Who? That's- Bruno? That sounds- Sil-
1: oh man, Bruno Silva sent him out of this fucking realm. And then he fought Montel Jackson. Somehow, I don't know how Montel Jackson did not finish him. But that happened. So he lost his two fights as soon as he gets to the UFC. Then he gets divorced.
0: Yeah, this is rough. And
1: and then his wife gets a 50K knockout of the night bonus. And he's just sitting here like, where the fuck's mine? And then she cuddles up with Roman Delize. And then Uh, that guy comes out here and gets a 50K bonus. So he's looking around like, you know, my life's in shambles. I got to beat Cody Durden. He does not have a good chin. He has a large head. I should be able to hit that thing. You know what I mean? Nope. One minute is all Cody Durden needed. J.P. Baze gets just bullied, just dominant. Looks like he wasn't even like... Looks like he's an amateur, like his chin's weak, his, his, his striking defense is not there. Um, I mean, Hey, if you had the under in this fight, I think under one and a half, under two and a half was plus money. I don't know how I have no idea how under two and a half rounds was plus money, but shout to Cody Durden, huge win for him. Uh, you know, he looked good. His hands look quick. Um, but I, I kind of feel bad for JP Bay's.
0: Yeah, uh, sympathy has to kick in. And this guy is, doesn't seem like anything is going right in this guy's life yeah, at the I moment. Mean,
1: but, life's just kicking him. Uh, someone
0: whose life is also kicking him is Brian Kelleher, who took an L to Mario Bautista submission very early on, two minutes into the fight. Uh, I mean, Kelleher is taking. He it, it just keeps like it seems like he's sinking to new depths uh, with some. Of these, he doesn't know
1: uh, what he's doing on the ground. I mean, it's
0: not like it's not even like his like record like wins against Pilarte and and Kevin Kroom, <laughs> Okay, you know, but like he loses to pretty much everyone that has some sort of pulse, uh, yeah, yeah, like pulse since the Azure fight, especially. I mean, so it seems like that was his last, like you know. Good, like I guess not good win, but like highlight real solid. Like he knocked that dude out, man. Right? He was yeah. Azure wasn't that good, I guess you know. So you know, so it's just <laughs> the like, thing with
1: the thing with Kelleher is. I, well, let's talk more about Bautista
0: though. We I don't want to waste too much time on Brian Kelleher. I don't know why I started with that, but
1: Bautista looked
0: good, dude. He's he's fucking tough.
1: Yeah, two in a row. Um, I think he had his. I don't know if he had his back twice. I know he took his back really quickly. Um, it, it just seemed like he was—he he pretty much told Brian Keller how this fight was going to go, and, yeah, he did it. You know, Keller didn't really offer much resistance. I know he stuffed the one takedown, but then he got taken down again, and his back was taken really quick. And then I think he had, he, he had him in mount, I believe. Or, no, no, Keller went for went for a guillotine, and then he ended up in side control. Bautista quickly moved him out, and then Keller gave up his back, I mean, just multiple things you can't do, man. Why would you jump a guillotine unless your name's uh, Charles Oliveira or Brian Ortega? And then why, you know, how are you letting him get the mount that quickly and then you're giving up your back? You know, that's just, it's crazy. That was the middle of the round, too. Like, he was fucked. He was in deep, deep waters. Uh, I don't know if it's a cut wash for Brian Kelleher, but Mr. Boom, I thought his nickname was Boom Boom for some reason, by the way. yes, yeah, so just one um, boom. Just one boom. We're, about, we're probably going to get rid of that. It's going to be boom soon.
0: <laughs> um
1: Yeah, oof. Brian, oof, Kelleher. I mean, 35, two in a row. His wins, I mean, the last three guys, four four guys he's beaten are no longer in the UFC. Um, And if he fought Ode Osborne again tomorrow, I mean, between you and I, Ode Osborne sleeps him. So, yeah. I mean, great. Bautista looked good. Uh, I have some concerns with his ceiling. I don't think he has that high of a ceiling. But I do think he can make some interesting fights at 135. I mean, 135 is low-key stacked, so... Uh, we'll see what he does going forward. I wouldn't be surprised if he could maybe sneak into the back end of the rankings. It's just a little hard, you know, especially with like like Umar and Jack Shore and those guys, Ricky Simone. Um, but he's still an definitely uh, an entertaining fighter. Uh,
0: so here we go. Put one on the board for the boys back home. Vanessa Dimopoulos gets one done here uh, in a. I like. I will. I think it's appropriate. I think this is a robbery, dude. I, I think, I think uh, there's no way on God's green earth that 30-27 is an accurate scorecard for what happened in that fight. Either way, that and is if terrible. anything, I would give it. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess Ginny Fry didn't throw. I don't know. Like I just thought she allowed herself to get backed up and get hit a lot more often than she should have, and then she was getting controlled against the fence, which we've talked about on here. Apparently, that <laughs> that was meaningful. You know, yeah. that that was good. That was going to be scored here in this fight, I guess, there, yeah, a lot, for some of these fights, you know. So I don't know. It's this scene just, just this it didn't seem right when when it was read. Uh, I had Demopolis. I gave Demopolis out on this podcast. But after the fight, I'm thinking, damn, that's tough. That's a tough L. 2-1. That's what, that's what I had. I don't remember. I thought,
1: I thought she had the second. I thought um, the first round was Vanessa and then the next two were Ginny Fry. Yeah. Not that it was like. Again, it honestly it wasn't it wasn't that awful of a fight. I, I think both of them you know, when you see them two in fights, you're like, Great. You know, what do we especially when Jin Yu Fry first saw? It's she's had a weird <laughs> she's had a weird weird career, man. One, she's jacked out of her. She's cut the fuck up. She's very intimidating. I don't know what it is about her face. She looks scary. Um Sneaky hot, maybe not. She's thirty seven. Uh I know she just moved to Fortis MMA, which is huge. Um but when she started her career, it's funny because uh, she came from Invicta, but she was also in Ryzen. Um and she'd beaten a couple people. Uh, I think Ashley Cummins twice. She makes her de- UFC debut, loses to Kay Hansen. Shout out to OnlyFans. Then she loses to Luma Luke Bonamy, but and, and she's old too. So it's like you know maybe she just sucks. She was nine and six at the time. Maybe she sucks, and you know she's old. But then she beats Glory DePaulo. De Paula, Ashley Yoder. What's so funny, dude? What's so oh, funny? You can't, you can't, in the
0: middle of that, just go, yeah, yeah she beat Kay Hansen. Shout out to OnlyFans. Like, you can't.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's like her main. Listen, right now in Kay Hansen's life, when she wakes up in the morning, she brushes her teeth, maybe, and um, she signs on to OnlyFans. I, I mean, that's. Uh, I'm just assuming that's like her first. She's
0: probably making silly bank on there right now. So, yeah, you're right. You're, you're listen, not. good you're, for her. Yo, you're not. As well. she
1: should. Yes, you should. I might be one of her subscribers too. I'm. I'm just saying. Allegedly, uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. But well, I might be. No. Um, <laughs> Ginny Fry bounced back after that. Got two wins. Uh, man, I I, I Let's go. very professional. I thought she <laughs> won this though. Like you know, it's definitely not robbery because after like three minutes, you're like, oh, I don't really care about this fight. But yeah, I, I you know, I think many of the media scorecards gave it to uh, Ginny Fry. So, yeah, shout-out to – what's that dude's name? Jaron Bavel.
0: Jaron Bavel, I believe, yes.
1: Jaron Villel. Villel, close enough. Yeah, Jaron Villel, you suck. Find a new job. There you go. There's always that.
0: So, (laughs) fight of the night like we talked about. Matus Gamrot, Armin Saruki's performance (laughs) of the night. Shavkat Rachmanov, Josh, Parmesan, Parisian, and Tiago Moises all get $50,000. So, not exactly the nine – uh, fight bonuses from the week before we are saving some money cutting back a little bit and you know yeah. what you know where we're not cutting back ladies and gentlemen ufc 276 this weekend all eyes all focus is on las vegas nevada t-mobile arena jared cannonier is attempting to dethrone the king of the middleweight division israel adesanya 185 title on the line. We also have Volkanovski and Holloway trilogy being completed or continued, depending on how you look at it. Plus, plenty more fights. We will start at the top like we always do. Israel Adesanya, Jared Cannonier. What would the odds tell you, Ty? The odds would tell you that Israel Adesanya is a minus 500 now favorite.
1: Crazy. Jared Cannonier
0: being a, a plus 350 underdog. What say you uh, in relation to uh, odds or bets? I see Adesanya is a plus-150 TKO bet. To win by decision is probably the favorite.
1: Yeah, I feel... Have you watched the Embeddeds at all? Uh, not yet. Besides the fact that all you're seeing is City kickboxing. Yeah, that's... And Sean O'Malley. i, I got to be honest, I'm know. a hater,
0: so I can't really... Uh, get it sucks though, so, I the press like, conference, but, you know.
1: There was, like, one little... Jim Miller had like one little bit of screen time and he said something kind of funny and I'm like god damn it I wish uh, you know I wish Jim Miller they could show him for like a couple minutes what's Jim Miller doing with his kids Uh, maybe he doesn't want to be on it and uh, you know he's also is he on the main card he's not in the main he's not in the main card so I guess I get it I mean it'd be kind of cool to see them talk to Ian Gary you know or like Macy Barber or like Drickus Duplessis. like I don't know you know, yeah, but just kind of
0: show like the other guy. I think they don't care about I, those guys until they're making them money, pretty
1: much. I guess exactly. So I get it. It's you know whatever. But um, yeah, I think Mister Adesanya as he is now, some people are starting to call him. Call him. Uh, I think he gets rid of Canadier. I, I think he finishes him. I I was going to say an, another boring decision like the last you know fifteen of them, but um, I I, I think he gets him done. I think Canadier is going to come in wild. I do like him, you know. I think he can do some things. He has power, which is something never to discount. But I don't know if he can find Izzy's chin consistently, or you know, more than once. I don't know. Uh, he's old. He's not young. He's also uh, a little, a little crazy, if you will. Uh, QAnon, if you will. Um, I think he's just gonna kind of just after after a little bit, he's gonna get you know frustrated. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Who are we calling QAnon here?
1: Jared is a Q and honor. Yes.
0: <laughs> well I I gotta be honest, you learn something new every day uh here on this podcast. There you go. Uh, that was
1: Jared that was Jared calling me so uh Jared did I, call I, him no more in the questions. Of that. No more questions on my previous statement. I didn't say that. Um no I think Kanye gets wild at some point maybe middle late rounds and Izzy catches him with something quick hurts him finishes on him the ground ground a pound fourth round.
0: Yeah give me uh Give me Adesanya. I don't even think inside the distance is worth uh, bothering with. but Probably not. Because it, it's, it's plus 140 compared to TKO, which is plus 150. And, I, I mean, you know what? Honestly, I probably would take that insurance just due to the fact that maybe he hurts him and gets on his back or something dumb like that, which I don't think would happen. But I think that's not even enough. Like plus 135 in comparison to plus 150 is not enough for me to just be like, all right, whatever. Like if you can get either one of those at plus money, I think that's a good bet. So I'm yeah. probably I'm probably just gonna bet Adesanya. Uh, I like Jared distance, That's probably my bet.
1: I, I like Jared Kenanier to win by TKO via knee in round five, plus twenty five thousand. So there you go. Give, I, give I, la- I like. I uh,
0: like. We got to get start getting somebody to uh, take your your exact exact uh, fight. Well, I think way. they went
1: over two last week. So yeah, it's
0: okay. But like you said, if you hit one of TJ these, TJ Brown,
1: goddamn, couldn't find a fucking arm triangle to save his life. Loser jesus
0: uh but um <laughs> lock, lock city though for this i think i don't i mean i would love yeah. to see something crazy like jared Cannonier, like i just don't think he's gonna get close enough and maybe i think izzy okay. already knows like he's gonna if he's gonna win he's gonna probably have to try and wrestle but do you think he'll be actually be able to pull that off for 25 minutes i don't know probably if not. that's uh, like that's the game of jared Cannonier. yeah so yeah i'm uh I'm 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 gonna bet uh, Israel inside the distance pretty pretty confidently, and I think that's a good number to get to that. Volkanovski Holloway. Now, three three times saying this, I think me and you both thought that Holloway won the second fight at the very least, right?
1: Yeah, I thought he won both.
0: Yeah, see, like I. I I I thought I thought that too at the time. I I can understand the first one a little bit more than I understand the second one, if that makes sense.
1: The second one, I thought he won the last three rounds kind of easily. That's you know? what I
0: thought. I thought he kind of turned it on, at, yeah, in that third round, and just kind of coasted away with that fight. Uh, he's a little, he's very fired up coming into this fight this week. Uh, I will say, I am not going to bet Volkanovski in this fight, whether I think he's going to win or not. This is one of those fights. Uh, if I can get Max Holloway at around plus 170, especially due to the fact that I thought he won the last fight, I'm going to bet that. And I think that's that's probably as much as you're going to get from me out of this. I don't think a prop is worthy unless you're betting Volkanovsky. But then you'd have to be betting on something that's pretty much never happened, right? Holloway hasn't been finished?
1: Um, I, man... Not recently. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's not anywhere. Connor yeah.
1: didn't, didn't even finish him back in the day, right? No, three rounds. No, Dustin Poirier did. He armbarred him.
0: No, he didn't. Oh, back in the day, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that, I'm, that, I think that. I'm even saying like TKO because I don't know if I mean, I yeah. maybe Volkanovsky maybe could catch him in a I've submission f- of some sort, but I, I, I don't know, man. Last time he's finished was, uh, yeah, that's the only time he's ever been finished is that submission, and uh, I mean, you know. That, that was, was a so long that was time ago, bro. Like- so
1: long ago. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I think. I think. I don't. It's not that I think Max is uh getting worse since the second one or has gotten worse. I just think Volk's getting better. What's kind of crazy is Max Holloway is thirty years old. I mean that is just insane. Uh, Volk's thirty three, so, and so what, what's happened since then? He fought Cater and he fought Yair. The y- Yair fight was close. Not close, close, but kind of close. And then the Cater fight, you know, he he dished out an insane amount of punishment. But he took some shots back. You know, obviously, that's going to happen. And Volk just has been, you know, dispatching people quickly. I I think Volk could get the finish. I'm not going to bet on it. I'm not going to predict it. It's just something that's never happened before. I can't predict something to happen that's never happened before, you know. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I know some people would. Um. Max is talking about how he still has a lot left. I, I, I really disagree. I think Max Holloway, his fall, um, it, it's going to be a bad one. I think it's going to be a sad one, too, because he's so young. He's such a fan favorite. Everybody loves Max Holloway. I think uh, the uh, this might be the beginning of the end for him. Wow. Might be. Might be. Might be. I still, you know, he's going to hang around for a while. Um, but, you know, he's fired up. He's pissed off. He's 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 talking a little bit of trash, which is you know a little rare from him. Uh, you can tell that he's kind of wants to put this chapter of his career behind him. I think, but he's gonna have to get a win. And then if he gets a win, then do you run a fourth one back? <laughs> like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know where they go from here. So, um, yeah, we haven't seen many trilogies, right? I mean, going back, Tito Ortiz, Ken Shamrock, Couture, and Belfort. Frankie Edgar shut out BJ Penn.
0: Steve and so Cormier.
1: It, it's interesting the way that Edgar and um, Edgar and Penn went. Edgar won both the first the first two by unanimous decision, and then he, th- um, I think it was four years later, which is kind of a significant difference. Uh, he finished Edgar in the third round, and I think Ed- Penn's the only one to, um, have multiple trilogies where he's on the losing end of those. Uh, which is hilarious to me because that's that's just BJ Penn summed up. Um, the other one was I think Matt Hughes. So, I, you know, we've never really seen a trilogy like this necessarily. You know, the Steep A and DC ones were kind of back to back to back, but they were all finishes uh, besides the last one. Uh, I got Volk though, man. I feel very confident. I know some people are kind of you know. I, I I guess I can see why you'd play Volk or uh, Max. You know, at the at the line of what almost plus one seventy, plus
0: yeah, one seventy one eighty.
1: I can see that. Like if, especially if you're a staunch Max fan and a supporter, like the first two fights were close. You know, I get it. He could have easily got a scorecard in the, in the second one, but uh, I just can't pick against Volk right now. I think he's just he's ascending, which is kind of crazy because he's you know, I got I got Volk.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one though. That, that's that's where I'm at basically. Like it's not like I'm like telling you I have no doubt in my mind Max is always going to win. I think it's just a number thing, and I could easily see Volkanovski winning a close decision again because I just think this fight's going to be really close again. I just, I uh-huh. have something to, I don't think it's going to be a uh, like a blackout on either side. I, I don't know. I, I just don't see the fight finishing. To be honest, uh, I would be shocked if maybe. I, I just, don't, I don't know. I, I really, I'm so excited for this fight. This is this is probably the one I'm most excited about just because I just this is Holloway's like last chance, man, or he's going to have to. <sighs> Make a move, yeah. you know. Like he's not going to get another title shot
1: after this. Uh, Volk by points is even. TKO is plus three twenty five. I like him even money to win decision. Yeah, I think that happens. Max is talking a lot about how he how he, he uh, rocked him in the last fight. You know, he he knocked him down or he hurt him or whatever the fuck. But it, it uh, was the last fight of the first one. I forget. Honestly, it's it's you know kind of a non factor in my in my opinion. If he thinks he can just go out and do that again to Volk after you know the improvements Volk makes every every day he trains, I think he has another thing coming.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do agree. I just, you know, Volkanovski, like you said, he's on the upward track. It seems like Holloway has just kind of been maintaining and keeping the same for the last, you know, he hasn't, the good thing is for him probably hasn't fought as much of yeah. recently, you know, so it's kind of been good for the uh, longevity, I guess. He hasn't fought this year yet. Uh, he was supposed to fight her, obviously, earlier in the year. But, I mean, he fought in November. So, it's about eight months off. Taking about ten, ten to eight months off in between some of these fights. So, that, that's that's good. But, I, I, yeah, I don't know. All this to say, basically, I have basically no idea what's going to happen in this fight. And uh, I'm betting Holloway. And that's that. that, that that's, where, that's where I'm at, baby. There so, Alex Pereira, Sean Strickland. Very interesting odds here. Uh, Alex Pereira is making his seventh mixed martial arts or sixth? Seventh. He's five and one, right? So, yeah, this will be his seventh fight. uh, I don't know how many in the UFC.
1: Just two, I think. There you go. So, I mean, this is pretty crazy. He wins
0: this fight. He's been told he's fighting for the title next, which is pretty crazy. I mean, not that crazy when you look at it because Sean Strickland is number four. So
1: right, you figure if Strickland wins, he's probably getting several shot too, you know.
0: But I mean, Pereira would be jumping the line to say the least, man. I mean, he's not even ranked right now, and that would yeah. be. But he's already jumping the line by tape by fighting a Sean Strickland. I imagine the path to least resistance would be Sean Strickland wrestling for the three rounds and being able to take him down. Do you? I think he should be able to do that, but do you think he will take that opportunity and will he actually, you know, follow through with that per se?
1: He's a dumb. He's a dumb man. He's a dumb guy. Uh, I believe he took Brendan Allen down. I'd have to go back in some of his fights and watch uh, his wrestling. But I feel like he, his wrestling's okay. I feel like you know it, it gets some places. Um, you know, if he implemented against Alex Pereira, he would definitely, in my opinion, have a better better success rate than Bruno Silva did or Andres Mikolaitis. You know, that's what I worry about Pereira. I, I I worry about his you know who he's fought and who he's fought. His MMA experience, um, you know, his UFC experience, and being in there with just top of the line guys. I mean, his last kickboxing bout before he switched over full time to MMA, he lost. Um, Vakutov is, you know, Artem Vakutov or whatever his name is. He's very good, um, but still, you know, he's 34. Pereira is he's a little slow ish in MMA, you know, compared to kickboxing. It's, it's very different. He's not, he, but he has made the jump better than other guys, like Gokan Saki. Um, even some of the other guys w- way back in the day that used to just think, oh, I can, you know, I can do what Crow Cop does. I can do what some of these other guys do. I can just go from um, kickboxing to MMA. It doesn't work, man. It just doesn't. Like Gokan Saki got knocked out once and like that was it for him. Like, you know what I mean? He felt he felt those four ounce gloves. Uh here with Poeton, which I believe means hands of stone. I hope I'm saying that right. I think he finds Strickland eventually and I think he knocks him out. I think he's gonna catch Strickland in a in a precarious situation. I think Strickland's I I think he knows what he has to do, but every fight starts standing. He likes to throw hands, he has a lot of volume, he comes forward, he kinda can't help himself. You know, he 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 likes to hurt people, he likes to put his hands on people, he loves violence. And you know, him and Izzy kind of were just going back and forth like Mario Chalmers and LeBron James and Alex Pereira sitting there like like Joe Kim Noah. Just laughing at these two, while you know, Sean Strickland saying, "He already this guy knocked you out. This guy will knock you out again." And then Izzy saying, Th- "That guy will knock you out." And uh, I'm just like, "Wow!" Like Alex Pereira, he he really is, he really is a figure, you know. Um, all the there's a lot of eyes on him. I mean, you look at these guys. I mean, a couple months ago or a year ago, Izzy was saying how he's never, you know, he doesn't care about Alex Pereira. People keep talking about him making his MMA switch over. He doesn't care. He he's nothing to him. And now he's now he might have to fight him soon. Now he has his attention on him. You know, so he's definitely he's everybody's noticing him for sure. And I, I I'm definitely one of them. He's a big dude, man. He's six four, eighty inch reach. He's training with Glover now in, in, in Connecticut. Uh Glover's speaking highly of him. You know, I don't I don't know how fast he can transform his ground game and whatnot, but that left hand he has is fucking dangerous. I think he has uh, Poetan tatted on his knuckles for a fucking reason. I mean, we saw, I don't know if you ever saw his kickboxing match against Dustin Jacoby. He flattened him, flattened him with a left hook, and it doesn't even seem like he put much effort into it. I think Strickland's path to victory is very easy. The betting line is just really, I mean, it's it's gone up and down like a roller coaster. Strickland is now minus 125, Pereira plus 105 when it was just the other way around. I got Alex Pereira knockout. I'm not too too confident, but that's also my boy. And I think Strickland's an idiot. I think he's going to try to you know get in a striking match at one point. Maybe maybe they'll stand up. Maybe Str- uh, Pereira'll get up, and you know there'll be a clinch situation. If Pereira gets Strickland against the cage, you know a knee, a kick, a left hook. It, it, I think it's going to be curtains.
0: I'm shocked to hear you say all this, just due to the fact that I, I, I mean, I guess. Not really, though, because when, when we sit here and we think about it and we break it down, yes, Sean Strickland probably could take him down, but do we know that for a fact? Do we trust Sean Strickland's ability to just kind of wrestle and hold a dude down? Yeah. Uh, with, with that, you know, I mean, and Pereira, although kickboxer, although easily taken down, it does not seem like he's fun to hold on the ground. Uh, I mean, he's um, a, he's huge, you he's, know? like he, And he's jacked, man. He's yeah. He's a fucking brick house, and it just does not seem like a fucking fun situation to hold him down or be in a fight or do anything around this guy. Six he's four, he's got an eighty inch reach, and before you even get into ta- that knee or, the, or that leg to get this takedown, uh, you know you're getting hit with something crazy, and it's coming from an angle you're not expecting. Uh, and it, I mean, listen, the smart, I, the smart money here is probably to bet Strickland. At minus one twenty, he's got twenty eight professional fights. He's you know, if this was any normal guy, I would probably bet Strickland, but I don't. I don't trust this guy at all. He almost lost me that Hermanson fight, even though it was it was close. But it just he kind of just was putting himself in dumb situations, and he kind of like gassed out a little bit. And it seemed like like him being at the press conference and like he just he was like losing his mind. And I know that's how he is. Yeah, but it's just. All of that is just like t- tends to let me know like this guy's a psychopath and you cannot trust him, so either way yeah. uh, i i he I could definitely if he fights a controlled fight, comes in, takes him down, controls him for fifteen minutes, then yeah that's a win and th- that I, I think that's the best way for him to get it done, but I don't know i I, 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 just, I don't trust him
1: yeah, I just think Pereira being in the feature belt I think this is you know this is the time to shine this is this is fight week international fight week this is Vegas, you're on the Izzy card, you're trying to come for Izzy like you did in kickboxing. Imagine that. Imagine that, him beating Izzy in kickboxing, and then after a couple of years said, yeah, I'll switch over to MMA and takes his fucking title. That would be insane. That would be one of the craziest storylines, honestly, in, 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 maybe in MMA history. Could be a little hyperbolic, but just you know, something we've never seen. Like To, to switch sports and chase a guy that you beat in another sport, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of nuts. funny. And, you know, he's he's here. He's in the feature bout. He's on the main card. He's fighting a top opponent. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot going on here with uh, a, a three-way of trash talk with, between Strickland Pereira and, and Izzy. Um, he gets to fight before Izzy. And, you know, he hasn't had that moment yet. He hasn't had that moment where people are like, oh, wow, here's the guy. Here's here's the Izzy stopper, you know? He, he had a flying knee against Michaelitis, but Michaelitis is a bum, you know? And that was on... I mean, he is. It's, it's it's true. He has one round in him, but like that's really it. He's very sloppy, and that was also on the prelims of a card that had what Gaethje, Chandler, uh, Cheeto Vera, yeah. Rose, Usman, Covington. So it it kind of got pushed aside. This this time he has nothing pushing in the side. You know what I mean? There's only he's one on the main card,
0: bro. Like He's
1: he's he's right here, front and center almost. You know, you couldn't get more front and center. The only thing above you are two of the best fighters in the UFC, if not you know two of the three. Like, those are the only ones fighting above him and i just i i think this is where he he uh he makes his moment he makes a splash and i I just i think he's gonna hit strickland with a left hook and he's gonna send him out
0: yeah, i'm with you man I, I i thought i was gonna be on my own on this uh, Pereira one. I, I bounced back a little bit thinking about just that that number that 28 fights that experience that strickland being uh-huh. able to take him down but uh, yeah i just i don't see it now i sit here I just keep seeing Pereira kind of being able to manage whatever's going on during the fight. Maybe I, I, I think it's too highly of him, but
1: I, you know, I a- was fine with Strickland being like plus one twenty, like boom, fucking send it. But now he's minus one twenty five, and for a guy who you know talks about wanting to kill people in the cage, and then he comes around dancing and scared to throw punches, and admitted, admitting after the fight that he was scared to let his hands go because he didn't want uh, Uriah Hall to finish him. Uh, and then he comes down that Jack Romanson fight, and, you know, that wasn't great yeah. at all. And, you know, he, he he's very, he, he says things, he, he talks a lot of talk, but does he really walk the walk? I get he's 25 and three. I get he's beating a lot of guys, but you know, is he this violent killer? I I mean, when's the last time he finished somebody? I don't think it was Brendan Allen and <laughs> Brendan Allen ha- has a, has a history of quitting, you know? So I'm I do not want to say anything bad about Sean Strickland's game. I think he has a good game. I just don't think he's very consistent. I don't think he's very smart. So, just for that alone, I'm I'm not trusting him at minus 125.
0: I like that. I Like that, man. We're getting we're getting the, the this is this is the kind of analysis D- you tune in here to, all right? The, you don't get this anywhere else. No, nah, this is before you make your bets, man. This ain't on me, you know. You can text me and ask me for my picks, but hey man, I already gave them out. You know, yeah, I tune explained in. them. I explained them for a good half hour letting you people know what's going on. How about this? Uh we got fourth fight on the well, second fight on the main card, but fourth fight that we are talking about here. Robbie Lawler, ruthless Robbie Man. Lawler, former toothless. champion, t- yes, also toothless, coming back uh, from his Nick Diaz uh, d- dismantling <laughs> to do fight Brian Barberena. Uh, it's a pretty good f- uh, fight and a pretty good number here. Minus one thirty for Robbie Lawler, plus one ten for Brian Barberena. I like Robbie Lawler in this fight. and It's just basically a... Uh, I think at some point he's going to hurt Barbarina. I don't trust I don't trust Robbie Lawler. Let me just say that. But I just think... I don't know. I think this is a good matchup for him.
1: This is a weird fight. Yeah. Um, Lawler, minus 24. Barbarina is even. Oh, man. This is going to be one of those where I'm like... I'm going to tell you about one side and how I don't trust that side. And then I'm going to talk about the second side and how I don't trust that side. Um. I guess I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it short. I like to ramble a lot. Um, you know, Robbie he fought some tough guys. I mean, RDA, the Askeren fight he had, Colby, and then he fought Magny, and I thought that was kind of a step down. Even though I, I respect Neil Magny 100, percent but it was kind of a step down, and he still got dominated, which makes me think you know that the beginning is truly, or the beginning, the end is truly here. I mean he. The Nick Diaz fight, I really don't take too much stock in it. I mean, the guy didn't even want to be there. Admittedly, did not want to be there, like at all. He didn't even know the fight was at whatever weight. Like he didn't know w- what was going on in the fight. <laughs> Nick Diaz had no idea. So, Rob Robbie's talking about he wants, to, you know, he'd be interested in boxing Jake Paul. Uh, you know, he's forty. He's taken an insane amount of damage. Barbarina, for some reason, somehow is only thirty three. He's on a two fight win streak. You know, Darren Weeks, Matt Brown, I get it. Um, he did lose to Jason Witt. He did get knocked down by Jason Witt. That that happened. And, I, you know, the, the vanilla gorilla gets knocked out by anybody. So the fact that he knocked down Barbarina, you know, I don't love it at all. But I think Barbarina, I think he has a little bit more in the tank. I think he has a little bit more left. I think if he gets knocked down by Robbie, which, you know, probably will happen, I think he'll get up. And I think he'll you know he'll have some, some fight back in him. I think if he pushes Robbie, I think Robbie's going to quit. I think he's just had a point in his life where you know, a point in his career where he's I mean, God damn, man, he's 40. And he's been fighting since he was like tw- I think 18, 20. I mean, he, this dude was fighting uh, Pete Spratt in the UFC in 2003. You know, Pete Spratt wasn't some legend, but at the time he you know he had been in the sport. Robbie had just started. You know he was fighting Nick Diaz, Evan Tanner, Chris Lytle way back in 2003 and 2004. I, you know he's just been through the fucking ringer. And you know I love I love Robbie. I would like to see him win. Uh, you know I don't really like Barberino I guess I don't know. Um, I just think Barb's has more a little bit more in the tank, just a little bit.
0: May I ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If Robbie Lawler and Jason Whit fought today, who's going to win?
1: That's a really good question. Come on, man! Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I got Robbie. I got yeah, all right. Robbie. All right. I yeah, yeah. Have Jason would beat anybody. That's what I I'm can't. saying. All
0: right, Robbie hey, Lawler. Robbie Lawler. Matt Brown.
1: I think Matt Brown. All right. I think. Okay. I think that the Matt Brown Barbarina fight was close.
0: It was. It was. Listen,
1: I'm- <laughs> Matt Brown doesn't have much left. And listen, if Matt Brown, Brian Barbarina, and Robbie Lawler are are approaching the finish line. You know, I don't know how much separation there Listen, is. Robbie
0: Lawler's at the finish line, but <laughs> this is like a like this is a good this is a co- high quality matchup for a Robbie Lawler at forty years old. Yeah, Th- this yeah, is yeah. this is about as good as it's going to get. I think if he loses this fight, he should retire. Let me just say that ahead of time. This is one yeah. of those fights. I don't think like you cannot lose to Brian Barbarena. You just can't. Uh, it's not nothing to say against Brian Barbarena, but we just went through his record. We just went through some of the people that he's lost to, and that he's beat. I mean, you got when Darren Weeks, Matt Brown, and Anthony Ivy are your the last three wins you've had in the last four years, yeah. give or take. Then that's, I mean, Jake uh, Jake Ellenberger, who I mean, he would that was that was the he was way past the finish line at that point. Yeah. So the, I say all that to say, Robbie Lawler, vintage performance on Saturday, gets it done. Uh, minus wow. 130 so let keep it moving sean o'malley sugar show back live and in color fighting pedro muñoz we've talked about this fight for weeks now uh we got a minus 300 situation for sean o'malley 305 three you know in that area 340 on Fanduel, which is probably just getting bed up like crazy muñoz at plus 250 seems a bit disrespectful Uh, if you ask me, but I I do think O'Malley's going to be too big, too long, and and manage the distance well enough, uh, albeit so long as Pedro doesn't find that leg and start to chew it apart or, you know, if O'Malley doesn't have a game plan for those leg kicks, then
1: that's that. Yeah, you know, I see why people were picking Pedro, I guess, Uh, especially now as the line balloons to, you know, what is it? Minus, almost 300? Minus 300. Crazy. But, you know, Pedro in his last couple fights, I mean, you know, he's fighting a lot of close fights. I thought he should have won that Frankie Edgar fight, but there were some holes in his game. And they started to slowly show. Ever since, really, the Cody win, I think there's been cracks in the foundation. It'd be Jimmy Rivera, but he went the distance. He had the fight tooth and nail. The Aldo fight, I mean, listen, it's Jose Aldo, but he was in there, you know, taking selfies with the guy. Like... I, I don't know how focused, not maybe not focused, but I think he kind of knows that he's he he's he already peaked, like he already plateaued. There's not really much more he could do or much more higher he can get. He tried fighting Cruz, and you know that didn't really work out for him. And Dominic Cruz is not washed, but he's been uh, through a lot. Come on, he's no. I'm just saying he's he's a little shop worn. I mean, he's had fucking you know seven ACL surgeries almost. Like, good lord, talking about the Dominator, dude. Yeah, I listen. I get it, but. You know, I don't know what what Pedro is supposed to do here. I mean, if he just stays at kickboxing range, he's going to get, you know, tuned up. He might even get finished. Probably not, but uh, Sean O'Malley hits, you know, his power, his striking power is not what I thought it was. I thought it was, you know, pitter-patter, jab, you know, he'll put a lot of volume on you, but he doesn't hurt you. He hit Paiva with a nice straight right, and, you know, Paiva's chin's suspect, but you know, Sean's still young, man. He's, he's still, you know, beefing up a little bit. He's, he's got a big frame to put on some weight and some muscle and add some power to his game. So I think Sugar Sean takes it easily. Um, I think the leg kicks are kind of, you know, it's a narrative that is cool because he broke his foot when he kicked some dude in the head, and that was like the beginning of the narrative. That was so long ago. Andre Sukhmatov, shout out to the, uh, our boy here. And that was on Tuesday, UFC 222, Cyborg Kunitskaya. What a main event. Wow. What a main event. Um, I mean, his only loss is that Cheeto Vera. I mean, how, how well has that loss aged, you know? And it was a weird loss. Other than that, when's he ever hurt his leg? You know, he he kicked Cheeto's, he kicked Cheeto in one spot and his leg just died. I I don't think that's him having like weak legs or anything. You know, I, I I think that was a freak accident. I think when he head kicked Sukmatoth and broke his foot, I think that was a freak accident. Paiva was trying to kick his legs last fight and he didn't really do anything. Um, I don't think Munoz, I think, you know, the orthodox Southpaw matchup does not favor Munoz and does not favor the light kicking strategy and sugar, you know, he, he switched stances a lot. He does a lot of moving. I think this is going to be easy for him. I think, you know, Munoz is kind of going to be a stationary target a bit. And I think Sean is just gonna, you know, bounce in and out, take care of maybe, maybe stop him late. I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, you know, he, as soon as he smells blood, he, he, uh, he finishes guys. So. Give me Sean O'Malley, third round, second round knockout.
0: I like that. <clears throat> I'm going uh, O'Malley inside the distance as well. That or some something along those lines. And yeah, I like inside the distance plus one forty-one thirty. That's not bad. Uh, one twenty on some websites, one fifty. You know, that's like about the lowest or highest you'll get for TKO. I don't know. I, you know me. I, I don't try. I, I just like betting that uh, inside the distance because I hate. I hate when I get a knockdown and somebody grabs someone's neck or something like that. I don't see that really happening in this fight necessarily, but uh, I'll always pay the extra three percent for the insurance, dude. That's, that's fair. Just how it is. So, yeah, give me O'Malley inside the distance. Brad Riddell, Jalen Turner. This is a good fight. This yeah. is a Crazy, crazy good card from top to bottom. Brad Riddell is plus one thirty. Jalen Turner minus one fifty. Uh, what say you? I'll I'll give you the uh, floor to start this off. I am leaning Jalen Turner, but
1: as well, I think um, I think he might be finish or bust. You know, if you look at his his fights in the UFC, I mean, the only decision he went to, he lost uh, to Matt Frivola. Um,
0: who could forget his win against Kalen Potter?
1: Yeah, listen, that's a tough guy. Uh, he finished Koulibal and hey, that win looks a little good now. You know, I don't think Coolabel is McGregor or anything, but he's he's not bad. Uh, the Brock Weaver fight, he smoked him. Medich, the medic. I, I really liked how he looked against Malarkey, though. I think Malarkey, I think he's a big step up yeah. from from those guys. And I think he's solid. I think he's solid. You know, he has, some, he has some, there's some reasons why he will never be a top five, top ten guy. And, you know, it, it, he's still solid. There's nothing wrong with that. Jamie, Jamie Malarkey is fucking tough. And so is Brad Riddell. So, you know, Brad Riddell looked good against Rafael Fazeev. And he got wheel kicked in the third round. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with that, I, th- I don't think. I mean, Fazeev is fighting in the main event next weekend against Dos Anjos, and I think he's going to beat him.
0: Yeah, Fazeev's no so joke.
1: Th- that just shows you what Fazeev is. Um, and before that, you know, he took he, he dominated Drew Dover. He dominated Alex De Silva. Um, he even dominated Malarkey a couple fights ago. So I like Brad Riddell. I like his game. I don't like city kickboxing. Um I think this is more so about me, how I feel about Jalen Turner. You know, he's a a 6'3", lightweight. I thought maybe back in the day he had some chin issues. You know, he he has some regional scene knockout losses. Uh, And and Luque put him out, but that's Vicente Luque. That was also his first UFC fight, you know. Uh, He's gotten a lot better. He's getting better every fight. I think... I don't know, you know, if it gets to the second, third round. Like, I think maybe Riddell can stop him late. I think that's a possibility, but I also... I, you know, Riddell doesn't stop people like that. So give me Jalen Turner. I think, honestly, Jalen Turner, you know, he smells blood. As soon as he hurts somebody, he hops right on. He did it to Jamie Malarkey. He hopped right on to Jamie Malarkey. Um, I don't know if he wins a decision. It's, it's weird. It's like, does Riddell get finished or does Turner win a decision? Two things that don't really happen, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, give me Jalen Turner by maybe submission. Yeah. I think maybe he gets a submission. I, th- You know, kind of an obscure bet, kind of an obscure pick. I, I don't know if I want to trust him to go all three rounds. I don't know if his cardio is like that. Plus 450 sub. Why not?
0: Turner inside the distance is plus 110, 135. So uh, that's good. You know me. Good enough for me. I know you. Gentlemen. So uh, let's keep it moving. We got this is the biggest fight of the night for me. <laughs> Ireland's own Ian Gary.
1: The, uh, the, oh, you're skipping a fight, dude. Uh, how right, could I you?
0: I could, uh, well, you know what, dude? This is not on my sheet. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold
1: on. <laughs> that's me reversing.
0: All right, so rewind back.
1: You're wondering how I ended up here.
0: Donald, I'm so fucking sick of talking about <laughs> cowboy fights. Cowboy Cerrone. Sorry, I was going off the odds, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Cowboy Cerrone uh, and Jim Miller. Jim Miller is minus 210. On Donald Cowboy Cerrone at plus 160. This is disgusting. This is disgust. I feel filthy even talking about this. I don't care to talk about this. I'm probably... I, I got Jim Miller. But wow. I don't feel good about
1: that. Yeah, no. I mean, he has some serious cardio issues. You got to figure a Cowboy's is going to be a lot bigger, you know? And this has happened at 170. So... <laughs> that kind, of, god damn there's just so many variables you know i think both of these guys they like they you know if you look at ufc records both of them are the top of everything fights wins bonuses finishes subs i think cowboy right now it, it, you know if we're if we're not factoring in how they've looked recently or whatnot i think a year or two ago cowboy gets us done i think he's bigger i think he's stronger i think he honestly can can be fine on the ground i don't think I don't know if Jim Miller will submit him, honestly. But I think Jim Miller could knock him out. And Cowboy's been knocked out a lot lately. Yeah. Um after the first round, it's kind of it's gonna be like the Joe Lozon fight. If if Cowboy's still there after the first round, I think he puts Jim Miller out. But um, you know, when's the last time Jim Miller lost? It was to Selecki, Pichelle, Holtzman, all decisions. Last time he got finished was Charlie Olives. I'm gonna go Jim Miller first round knockout, but I am not. I'm more. I'm more um, confident than I was in Lozon, but I mean, still, you know, you're talking about guys that are like 73 years old. You know, like anything could happen. Um, give me, give me, uh, give me Jersey Jim.
0: I think the big thing is uh, Miller's more in fight shape per se. Yeah. Uh, if absolutely. that if that makes sense. Like it's like he's uh in my mind more active and more just like re- willing to be in the fire as opposed to I guess it's not a willingness so as much as a, his body letting him be in the fire. Um you know, the, the Alex Morano knocking you out is the last <laughs> thing I Bad. say. It's not a good you know, that's just not good men- mental images that I'm seeing
1: and listen, uh, he had two two cuts to one fifty five for Lozano. Yes, that's like, another you know, thing I
0: was going to say. Like that's-
1: I know they're back at one seventy, which is you know good for him. But I, I still, man, I you know I don't know. I, I haven't seen him look good in a while. Jim Miller just knocked out Eric Gonzalez. I get it, dude stinks, but it's, he showed us something. Or is Nicholas Moda, after Eric Gonzalez? He's
0: pretty hey, good,
1: right? Well, maybe not. But hey, yeah, you know he he's shown us something against young fighters. Donald Cowboy Cerrone is getting put out by Alex Morono. No disrespect, that shouldn't be happening. You know,
0: yeah, uh, because Donald, of five years ago, would not be losing to Alex Morano. Absolutely, now it's just like a completely different fighter. So,
1: yeah, we gotta we gotta send him out. We gotta get rid of him. Yep, Uh,
0: maybe this could be it. So we, I think we should say beforehand that Donald Cerrone could be taking a seat at the at the the high council table. <laughs> uh, of the land of wind and ghosts,
1: he uh, could very well run for mayor. Uh, he could. I, I think he would win. I know Victoria he's not, Leonardo. He's not beating Eddie Wineland, dude. He's not. Yeah, maybe
0: not. Eddie Listen. Wineland. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, maybe he's just like a god there. It's not even like a mayor. Like you need people below him. He's like the czar yeah. of what's going on there. So
1: he'll be on the upper council for sure.
0: What did they call that in uh, Game of Thrones?
1: The high high count? No.
0: Some shit like that. People let us know, all, right? all you Game yeah. of Thrones fans out there. I don't feel like looking that shit
1: up, but yeah, me either.
0: Ian Gary. Now we're now we're on the biggest fight. Of oh tonight. no, here we are. Here we are, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Gary, the next Conor McGregor, the, <laughs> the future. Now I'm just kidding. I don't. I'm I'm totally kidding. I think this guy is going to get exposed at some point. I just I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't know who's gonna do it. But unfortunately, I do not think it's gonna be this weekend. <laughs> Ian Gary is minus 175 to Gabe Green. Gabe Green's good. So, I mean, I, look, I, Gabe Green is <laughs> very solid. All right, Very say gifted. That. Yeah, he's gifted. You can say that. Uh, Laniece had him in trouble in that first round. Yeah. Well, uh, and end of the second. And, and Laniece completely gassed out. I just see Ian Gary being kind of fighting something similar to the last fight he had. I mean, Darian Weeks was kind of of the same build as this guy. Would you say? I mean, not you know, not they're not exactly the same fighter, but it's kind of similar.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're I mean, both Gabe Green's going up, to give up, but they're both similar height, similar reach. They're both going to give up the same things that the other gave up in a fight against Ian Gary. Length reach, power, speed, but, you know, techni- technicality, I, you know, I, Ian Gary doesn't have a lot of technicality in his game. Ian Gary doesn't have a lot of um, chin resistance, you know. He's he, he's a weird fighter, but he also is he's very talented, I think, honestly, you know. He can do some things, and he's only 24. Um, I think this fight specifically, he's going to keep Gabe Green at reach, and I think Gabe Green might eventually, you know, walk into a straight right, like we saw uh, Jordan Williams do um I, I got Ian Garrett I think he's probably going to put him out uh, I wouldn't I, listen I would not be surprised if Gabe Green either with um, with withstood withstood a early barrage or um you know was just simply enough got him out and was the first one to you know to get to him I, Gabe green hits hard man and he, and he comes forward he tries hard he has a he does have a great gym but he you know he has, he has a lot of resolve in his game he has a lot of fight. I just think he's kind of, you know, the, the chips are stacked against him here. I, I got Ian Gary, but like you said, it is fade Ian Gary very soon.
0: Yeah, we're just waiting. We're waiting on our opportunity to pounce. I like Gary a TKO plus 225 uh, inside yeah. the distance, plus 200. See, that's what I'm saying, 175 on some of these. If I could get a 240 as opposed to a 175, like anything over 50 points, uh, uh of that like say you know you can get a 220 if you the difference between tko is, is like 70 and 80 points and i'd probably take that because i don't think he submits them i mean that, that's at minus 900 yeah, 700 right, on some of these so i doubt that's gonna happen of course i say that and he's gonna fucking boa constrictor choke his fucking sack or some crazy <laughs> shit like that but yeah uh give me Ian gary
1: maybe after Inside this you defense. get uh maybe you get Maybe you get a uh, uh, Miguel Baeza.
0: He would kill him.
1: Wow, you think Ian Gary smokes Baeza?
0: I just think Baeza's cooked, but so I guess I I would Probably, have to yeah. look into that a little bit more. But give three, me Michael
1: Morales. Give me the young kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, just keep feeding them the you know these lower lower level guys, and then eventually they'll put them in there with some savage who just takes them down and just starts beating the shit out of them. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people said the same thing about Conor McGregor, and that's why Ian Gary's the future. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Can't even do it. Brad Tavares and and your boy, Driscus Duplessis. What do you got here? Brad Tavares is a underdog, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, am I correct? Yeah, he is, I think. Plus yeah, 130.
1: He, there you go. 128. Um, yeah, it's a pretty closely lined fight. I, I wanted to get Driscus at, like, minus 120, but kind of ballooned up. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tavares is okay. I mean, his last two wins are against guys who are no longer in the UFC. They're both actually in PFL. Um, or is Akhmedov Ach- is in PFL or Bellator? I forget where Akhmedov is. Let me look. I should probably just click on his name. I could do that. He is, he's in PFL. They both are. Oh, he's... Oh, my God. Funny enough, Akhmedov is fighting Antonio Carlos Jr. Mr. Shoeface oh, next. God. They're fighting next, and both of them are coming off of losses to Brad Tavares. So... I mean, his, his losses before that, I mean he was fighting Izzy, Edmund Shabazi when Shabazi was a top prospect. He fought Whitaker way back in the day when Whitaker was getting started. Tavares is okay, honestly. I, I you know, he he's kind of one of those underrated fighters. if I had truly put a a list of underrated fighters that maybe aren't, you know, top ten or top fifteen, I think he'd be up there. I I kinda like his game, but he fades a little bit. He's not consistent. And I think Dricas Duple C has him covered everywhere. I think he's better on the ground, I think he's better at standing up. The problem is, plus C. it seems like every fight gets hurt. Against Maluco Perez, he got hurt, and then right away, as soon as he got hurt, he knocked out Maluco. Uh, you know, it's kind of what he does. I think Trevin Giles rocked him, and then he hit Trevin Giles with a right cross that just fucking folded him. So that, that's kind of how that's his game. Uh, and his last four fights that he was supposed to have all got canceled. <laughs> We're all going to be bangers. Kelvin Gastelum, Fluffy Hernandez, Chris Curtis, Andre Manise. So. We need to see him get a win so he can um we can see some fun fights at middleweight. I like Brad Tavares. Again, I would not be opposed to betting on him to win by decision. I think that would be a pretty solid bet, depending on what you Plus got it 215,
0: at. 200 on here.
1: Uh you know, I don't hate that at all. Um I, I just I like Drikas. That's my boy. I trust him. He just needs to be smart. Uh give me Drikas du give me, give me a sub. Maybe maybe a, maybe a little submission here.
0: Submission is for duplex C is plus seven
1: hundred. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, he he has a couple of guillotines, uh, on his on his record. He has a bunch of guillotines, rear naked chokes on his record. Also has a win against Robert Soldich. Um, also has a loss against him, Mister yeah. Robocop. Another Robocop. Uh, should, <laughs> sh- yeah, he should be in the UFC. I don't know, you know what 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 his deal is, but give me uh, give me DDP.
0: Diamond Dallas Page, shout out to Diamond Dallas Page. So. DDP. That's my bet as well. Inside the distance is not a bad bet either. Uh, if you can get that at a relatively reasonable number, plus 130 is not bad. So, I like that. I, I could see – I just think yeah. I think basically a lot of the things you say, he's just – I think he's just better than Brad Tavares in all these different facets. I do worry about him getting cracked and dropped and thanks yeah. for coming, but – this is an interesting fight coming up here. I mean, this the this card is stacked. This is one of those cards where you just, I mean, probably can skip the first two, but this is where you this is where you you <laughs> where you lock in and get ready to fucking enjoy this uh, card. Uriah Hall and Andre Muniz, Muniz big time favorite. We we've talked about Muniz on here as a guy we love to watch and prospect coming up minus three fifty, minus three twenty on some of these websites. Uriah Hall plus two sixty two seventy i mean i like muniz without the odds i don't know if he i don't know if he can get a uh finish here but i i mean honestly i i don't know i just maybe this is a parlay piece uh, that i trust more than actual uh, prop i could see i i don't know i i i could see a decision a, b- a very boring fight happening here but i you know i mean i don't like to bet that so i'm going Muniz inside the distance for fun
1: there you go. Uh, I think he's minus money to win by sub. Fun fact, Uriah Hall has never been submitted. There you go. Um, he, has been, he has been finished by punches, but he's never been submitted. And, you know, it, it, I would say that that means a lot, but Jocker Ray had never been submitted. And fucking Muniz got him with an inverted armbar in the first round. Like, <laughs> And Eric Anders, you know, he's a tough out. He, say what you want about Eric Anders, yeah, boy. He's still a tough out. And Muniz kind of just... I mean, he did that quick and easy. Um what's that 3 arm bars in a row? F- your boy Fabinski, Ray, and Anders. Yeah, I think he does it again. I think your eye uh, your eye hall gets taken down and laid on. His ground game is nothing good. I know he hasn't been submitted, but you know, he gets taken down a lot. He gets ground and pounded a lot. I think I think Muniz could even hurt him standing up. Your know, eye hall's old. He's been around f- he's he's fought a lot. He's taken some p- punishment. That Strickland fight coming off that, that wasn't really the best performance. Um, and then before that was the Wideman broken leg. And before that was the Anderson Silva who was cooked um, victory. So I, I just don't think Uriah Hall has much left in the tank. He could hurt Muniz. If Muniz wants to stay standing the whole time, that might not be the best idea. I have seen Muniz talk about how he wants to you know show off his hands. He does have good hands. But I think if he really wants to, man, he should blast double Uriah Hall and he should get, you know, whatever he wants, truly. So I think Muniz by sub is the easy play.
0: Minus 200, uh, minus 120 wow. on submission uh, for Goddamn. for submission. Uh, inside the distance is that minus 200 that I said, minus two, Minus two, 180, which is pretty crazy. Muniz TKO, also nice for, plus 420. So maybe if you think it's a uh, ground and pound, you know, got him in a dominant grappling position. But he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He's a, It seems like he's a submission hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you, oh, everything like we talk about in here, every, every time, you know, you always expect something to happen. And then whatever the thing we didn't talk about or we didn't say to bet, that always happens because you just do the unexpected. That's your your opponent's thinking the same way. There's no way he's going to knock me out. He's, his hands are garbage. And then he'll just yeah. come over the top and hit him with a frying pan. You're like, oh, shit, dude, that guy's going to sleep. Well, just like you. That's how it goes. Yep, snoozing. So...
1: So that's the end of the card. Uh, yeah. All nice all thank you, everyone,
0: for listening. No, we're just kidding. We got two more. Come on, folks. Lock in, lock in. We got a big fight here. Jessica I, Maisie Barber. Eye. Evil, evil eye, who just woke Third up. Eye, blind. She just woke up. So shout out yeah. to her.
1: If you want to buy $500 nudes, she's your girl.
0: No, thank so. you. <laughs> so she's coming off of three straight losses to Joanne, Don't Call Me Calderwood. Uh, Jennifer Maya and Cynthia Cynthia Calvillo. Her last win is against Vivian Arujo.
1: Good okay. win, looking back on it.
0: Yeah, was, but you know Arujo was only eight and one at the time. It's just you yeah. know it was three years ago. Uh, she's lost grappling matches. You know. She, yeah, Lee Malay Lee smoked Malay took her. Took her out. You know she's well, that's not good. Lee canceled since since uh, 2021. Andrea Leaf, Mannion, Faro, and Casey O'Neill, which she probably loses all like. of
1: those. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she avoided some good L's. Um, what is she, fifteen and ten? That's Macy Barber. You know what's actually
0: crazy though? Macy Barber's minus three hundred on this.
1: That's pretty ridiculous for somebody that you know got a gift victory against Miranda Maverick. For somebody who lost to Roxanne fair. I know she tore her ACL. Uh, that's that's a wide line, you know. Montana De La Rosa didn't look awful against her. Uh, I think Macy gets it done. Though. I I think there's a possibility she could finish Jessica I late if she, uh, you know, kind of does that blitzing craziness that Macy Barber does. The problem is a lot of that is her missing. But also, Jessica I when she fights, she fight she. It, it's like she's shadow boxing. She you know <laughs> she's pun- she's punching air. That's all she's doing. You know she throws kicks. She makes these noises. But she's not doing anything. It's kind of like some guy at the gym, and you hear him, him, you hear him making a bunch of noises, and then you look over, him, and he's not even lifting weights. And You're like, okay, you're just yelling. Yeah, you guys, that's you what you that's guys what
0: guys stretching going. Ee, yeah, ee.
1: you're like, all right, dude, fucking, you need to go got, I, your I, meat somewhere else, brother. <laughs> Take your fucking your cartoon anime porn fetish the fuck out of here, all right? Izzy, um,
0: it's called hentai. I- <laughs> That shit was hilarious. Like, Sean so Strickland was <laughs> just like, oh, my God, it has a name.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, if anybody didn't watch the, the presser, that please. God. Uh, but no, I, I think Macy, you know, I think she could potentially finish Jessica. I think Jessica I is there to be finished. But, you know, when's the last time Macy did that? Jillian Robertson, who offers zero resistance. You know, she did finish J.J. Aldrich, But uh, Hannah Cyphers, who's always crying on her way out to the octagon. I I got Macy Barber. Decision, I, I can't trust her to get a finish. The lines, I mean, with a line like that, you'd almost want a finish, you know? Like that, you're expecting a possible finish. Uh, we'll see how she looks. We'll see. You know, she said she was going to win a title before John Jones did. She's uh, 24 now, so that didn't happen. Um, she's training with Ben Askren? Woof. We'll see. We'll see. I got Macy Barber. Decision.
0: Yeah, you know Macy Barber decision is probably the right thing to bet here. Uh, if inside the distance is plus three hundred, so that's not a lot. That's not happen. even.
1: That's not even great though. Like no, exactly. you know, well, minus one fifteen decision.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. what would you? I, that's the thing. I don't see her being able to take her down and submit her, or.
1: I think catching. she just keeps her. I think she. Man, I don't even know because I was going to say keep her range, but then they're both going to be a kickboxing range, kicking air, both of them. <laughs> um i think maybe clinch make it dirty get inside maybe the, take her maybe, down yeah i think she definitely could and should um this this could be a snoozer I, I don't know what to make of this fight
0: yeah i'll probably bet inside the distance for fun but i don't think it's actually going to happen uh, i don't i yeah. don't like betting a decision minus 130 but that is
1: probably what's going
0: to happen so if you're if you if you want my official probably just take that i think ty's right take the decision bet or maybe throw this on a parlay. This, this seems like a parlay bet to me. A minus yeah. 300 that you can pair along with another minus 300. And another, you know, like three of them together. Or even, third, like, we talk about in here two minus 300s or above. And then you throw in, like, a minus 140 or 30. You know, one of those. If you want to bet Barbarina, you could even get a plus 100 yeah. or something like that. So it depends Turn on what you're up, into. Barb. RBY, dude. Can't wait till RBY is uh, fighting. Shout out to my <laughs> man, Rom- Roman Bravo Young. Big fan, big fan. Jessica Rose Clark, JRC, fighting <sighs> JSP. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just JS. Just JS, guys. Julius uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stolyarenko. This, this is a garbage. This fight's garbage.
1: This has happened. Hey, so Stolyarenko is from Lithuania. I uh, met a Lithuanian chick last week. There you go.
0: There's, there's the it's connection.
1: In, it's in the cards. Uh, you know, i picked pick Stolyarenko by armbar if I could. But she hasn't really done it to anybody. You know, she beat Mariam. Oh, uh, Jose- Tutunas- Ro-
0: Jessica Rose Clark, who just got s- fucking absolutely stuffed by Stephanie <laughs> Egger last fight.
1: Say, hey, Stephanie Egger is good. All right.
0: Apparently, she is. I, I underestimated her abilities.
1: Here's a, here- this is interesting because Jessica Rose Clark is clearly not focused on fighting. She's, she's got she had some augmentations. You know, she's on the gram a lot. She's modeling a lot. Uh, I don't think I don't think OnlyFans is is creeping in, but they're they're coming hard with an offer. She's not focused is the thing. She had one 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 piece of advice from her corner against Stephanie Egger: Do not clinch. Do not let her get a hold of you because she will flip you and put you on your back. Judo toss, armbar, and that's exactly what happened. The only thing she uh, she made note how she's she has just added a sports psychologist, I think, to her fight team. Yeah, another, another red flag. <clears throat> <laughs> um, <laughs> I th- but the problem is Julia or Julija is not good. She's 0-3 in the UFC. Alexis Davis ran through her. Julia Avila smoked her. And Yana Kunskai made uh, easy work for her. She you know, came off an Invicta split decision that she beat some 5-0 and chick. You know, She almost lost to Lisa Versova. Battle Angel. She's kinda hot, actually. Uh maybe not. So I don't know who that like I don't know what this chick can do. Like I don't know who she's beaten. She her only you know, her arm she has a couple arm bars early, but you know, Miss Mariam Tatunashvili is two and four. You know, if you look at her, it just her record in general is not good. She was on the Ultimate Fighter before and then she lost to uh, uh your girl Leah Letson. you know, yes. so <laughs> I, I just have no confidence in picking her. I, I want to pick her because Jessica Rose Clark clearly is not focused. She's clearly not that good. She's not young. She's had a bunch of injuries. She's torn her ACL a couple times. <clears throat> Man, I, I want to pick Stolyarenko like inside the distance or by submission. Because she's honestly only plus one thirty, which is kind of crazy to me. plus, plus three fifty sub. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Jessica Rose Clark by decision. I'm really hesitant to do it, but I'm gonna do it. Show off them cities, girl. Jesus.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, she really is though. She's yeah. You know, the, the, if you follow the Instagram, which I don't, but it does pop up uh, yeah, in my feed from time to time. So
1: yeah, yeah. Suggestive follows.
0: Listen, uh, it's part of my research for the podcast. I have to paid advertising. I have to see what's going on in Brazzers. the MMA no, world. Kidding. No, not browsers. Shout out to Brazzers, <laughs> Uh Clark inside the <laughs> distance is plus four twenty five. I don't see that happening. I do think your decision is probably the best bet.
1: Yeah. Maybe, yeah.
0: Plus 120, but I think Do not we bet this fight. talked about Yeah, don't bet this fight, but I'm <laughs> betting inside the distance because I don't give a fuck, you know? Like I, I, I on these pay-per-view cards, I'm letting you know. I I just love inside the distance bets. I think I, I want I want to root for every fight to get finished. I don't care.
1: Yeah. No, as you should.
0: And as this one should. honestly is a uh this is the parlay I'm talking about. Like this is throw this in with uh the uh, 2 minus 300s so of Muniz uh, you know, something along those lines, who else, let's see, uh, even Jim Miller, uh, but I don't even wow. trust that that much, so, uh, scratch that for the record. Ma- oh, Malley,
1: you know, like, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cook something up real quick.
0: Yeah, I, I kinda, I wanna cook some fucking, some wild shit up here at the end.
1: <laughs> um, Adesanya. maybe, maybe, what's, what's Ian Gary? Wow. Okay. Maybe uh, Ian Gary inside the distance plus two hundred. Manese submission minus one thirty. Pereira inside the distance plus one forty. Drickus money line minus one fifty nine. Sugar Shaw money line minus three ten. That is a plus twenty six forty four bet, ladies and gentlemen. One hundred dollars wins you twenty six hundred and forty four. I like it.
0: I like that too, man. I might fire that thing in myself. You, can well, well, you it. gotta give
1: me you gotta give me royalties or something. No. <laughs> I owe
0: so so much money to Norma Dumont. I I can't, (laughs) I have to give her back the money, dude.
1: Anything you get, it goes, it's like a direct deposit. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Well, it has the Brazilian transfer fee, but you know, shout out to Brazil pesos, pesos or whatever. Uh, yeah. So that, that concludes two seventy six. starts at six o'clock, uh, on ABC for some reason, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, is there anything else this weekend? I mean, there's some PFL that's starting like now. If you want to talk about uh, Kayla Harrison fighting a 12, 12 and one fight, no. in the main event.
0: No, that's the thing. Yeah, a, part of, <laughs> a, a part of making decisions like that is that I don't talk about the, your fights or I don't watch your fights. I don't give a shit about your fights. So,
1: so you know, I, what PFL is doing is kind of gross. I mean, every every card they put on is bad. Um, <laughs> so in this card, we have a lot of grossness. Marina Moknatekina. And if you remember, she just fought Kayla Harrison in the main event. She's now in the prelims. So that just goes to show you.
0: Best woman in the world.
1: Yeah. Um, Larissa Pacheco, Vanessa Mello, they're back. They're here. What's up? Brett Cooper and Ray Cooper. What do you got?
0: Harrison win by TKO is plus 100.
1: Brett Cooper is 28 and 16. So. Sadabusi, If you look at all these fighters, almost every one of them has a draw. That's just, that's PFL for you.
0: Wow, Ray Cooper versus Brett Cooper.
1: Oh, shit. Battle of Mr. Cooper.
0: Um, Larissa Pacheco. So, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Vanessa Mello. What is She's starting about? the card, yeah. yeah. dude. Yeah. What are we doing here?
1: We have Ryzen tomorrow. If Magomed- we want to in.
0: Magomedov? Ryzen. Don't even give me Ryzen, man. What are <Sakura> you talking about?
1: is out of the main event at Ryzen, so they are pretty much – they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, you can only bet that on Betway, dude. That's how you know that shit's fixed. <laughs> if uh, Misha Tate and Lauren Murphy were going to fight, who were you going to take?
1: Uh, Lauren Murphy, easy. Shoot yeah, killed yeah,
0: her. that's right. You did. We, you, we talked about that. You probably would Inside have convinced the
1: me too. Um, there was some PFL that just happened, though you want to recover recover. What? Let's talk about that. Stevie Ray, modified body language. That was for actually that,
0: Pettis. that was pretty crazy. Our boy Bruno getting smoked. How about Musashi? We actually didn't even talk about Musashi losing. Musashi got dominated. Dominated like 50,
1: by Mr. Mr. Ebb, Mr. Johnny Eblin. Don't call really me good. Vanderford. Yeah, don't don't do it. Uh your boy Danny Sabatello got booed. As he should. That was a, He's boring. That was a pretty boring. F- yeah, that was that was bad. Magomedov and Enrique Barzola. That was a good fight.
0: Bellator had uh, a good card.
1: They did. Uh, Cassius Kane and Brennan Ward were in there slanging. That was crazy. Uh, that was a great fight. Dan, Dan Moret still losing fights. Uh, Lucas Brennan won another fight. He's a pretty good prospect for them. Uh, Brent Primus, I think it's time to call it quits, buddy. buddy. Wow. I think it's time. Katzingano, Cashin is a minus 300 favorite. I had uh, Pam Sorensen. That didn't work. Uh, Anatoly Tokov, he was buried on the prelims for some reason. That dude's good. Um, anything? Alejandra Lara. I'm sorry, baby girl. Time to call it quits. It's another, another loss. I I don't know what's wrong with her, man. She, you know, she looked like she had something. Now it seems like we know what her path is. If you know what I mean. Cody Law with a big. I think he was like minus 800 upset. Uh, Mandel Nalo, Rat Garbage, huge win. Fuck huge yeah. win for Rat Garbage. Um, and that's pretty much it for Bellator.
0: Shout out to Bellator, shout out to the Mixed Martial Arts world. Is there any boxing uh, this weekend or uh, boxing we should talk about? Uh, I I tell you what, <clears throat> on the horizon, I am looking forward to Canelo and Triple G fighting again. I know that's kind of just like a casual thing to say, but I loved those first two fights. I thought that they were like the best non-heavyweight fights I've seen in a minute. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yep, looking forward to Triple G getting put face first in a pool of his own blood. Um, this weekend we have Joe Joyce against Christian Call Me the Hammer Um, it's on ESPN Plus it's in London Joe Joyce I don't know if he's undefeated I think he might have a loss actually I think he should he should be undefeated if he's not undefeated something's going on British heavyweight boxer you truly never know Um, yeah undefeated coming off a win against Carlos Takam he's a hyped up British boxing heavyweight he's He's not anything amazing, but he's pretty good. He's fighting this Saturday night on ESPN Plus. If you're not doing anything, tune in. Do
0: you think that Floyd Mayweather really offered Conor McGregor $150 million to do that fight again?
1: I doubt it. I mean, he might have said, like, yo, I'll give you $150 million, but, you know, offering it, that's a little different,
0: you know. Yeah, but. I, I agree. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, Logan Paul, WWE. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's, you're right. Logan Paul, WWE. But how about Jake Paul and Tommy Fury doing this fucking charade again?
1: So Logan or Jake? Oh, uh, goddamn, confused. Jake uh, keeps talking about how Tommy Fury he needs he needs this fight, but he keeps saying it. I feel like Tommy. I think I feel like Jake Paul needs this fight the yeah. way he's talking. You yeah. so, know, like he absolutely does. Every- he
0: needs he needs a uh, a fight against a guy quote unquote boxer. You know, like he needs yes. some. He needs like um, a legitimate. Sort of boxing win for him too. Sadly, I don't know what's next.
1: I, I mean, sadly, Tommy Fury's uh, links to Mr. Kinahan may uh, prevent this fight from happening. I don't know what's going on with that, but apparently, you know, apparently he's scared. Apparently, he went to the he went to leave the country and they wouldn't let him. I don't know. Um, Charles Alvarez says he does not want to fight uh, Islam Makhachev in Abu Dhabi. No shit. Why the fuck would anybody want to? You don't get what you want, Islam. I know who you think you are.
0: uh, We talked about that at the time. Like you don't. Khabib was talking that shit. It's like you don't call the shots, bro. You're not the champion. Like when you don't have a belt.
1: I I don't know who you think you are. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'll wait till this day. We'll do it this day in Abu Dhabi (laughs) at my fucking. Just retire.
1: It's like, dude, no. just retire. Like Zabit. No one fucking cares. Be done. Um, Patricky Pitbull, not Patricio, but Patricky said he would do well against Charles Oliveira. I okay. think he's okay. high on crack yeah, cocaine. No. Um didn't this guy lose the fucking your boy, your Irish boy? Uh yeah. Did. Remember he had he got cut?
0: What's his name? A,
1: not not Gallagher, but uh
0: Charlie Ward.
1: No. Not the Florida State quarterback. Oh, uh, Peter um, Quelly. Peter 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 Queef. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you know, yo. Patrick Yo Come on,
0: man. That's so <laughs> unnecessary. Don't call him Peter Queef.
1: Juliana Pena says she would beat. He's or, a no, fucking
0: showstopper, you scumbag.
1: <clears throat> yeah, he's stopping this show. That's for sure. Juliana Pena says Valent- Valentina lost to Santos. I think she might have said she would beat her too. You know, no, Juliana Pena deserves to get punched in the throat. So we'll see if Amanda Nunes can can do that. Hajaria uh, bontarine has been released after missing weight again. Um, kind of sad to see. I thought he was pretty, he was pretty good, good. To be honest. Um, but yeah, he's gone. Um, so yeah, Carla says Marina deserves a title shot over Wei Lee. Another incident of crack cocaine being smoked. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Something
0: uh, something sickening about these new champions getting their belt, not defending anything, and then dictating who is I mean, worthy and who's not. You know, like Aljamain was doing the same shit. It's like, dude, just. Like oh I oh, I want to fight this guy oh um you know it's like dude you're fighting whoever the UFC says so unless you're like Adesanya or Volkanovski yeah. like then you get to the Usman you get to dictate who you, who's who's next
1: yeah Carla yeah. you want to headline a pay per view event see uh thirteen sales yeah, yeah. oh I we'll would uh,
0: bro I, I I wouldn't even I mean uh, I say that no but I, would I, buy watch, I
1: would buy it ten times and I, I would give listen I, would, I will I will give Carla a all lie. my money. No, she can have everything you, I own. You wouldn't buy I just want to see her get slept once. Jesus, That's it. One time, just slept.
0: She fights Marina. She's just going to take her
1: down. It's <sighs> funny because they fought once and she did not win that fight. But it's neither here nor there.
0: I just feel like this new, this new Carla, the cookie, the true cookie destroyer, is uh, is is a new fucking animal. All right, enough, <laughs> enough. All right, get a nice hour forty five here for everyone uh, while you're driving around beating your meat uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, Smoke get us, crack. Give this podcast to listen to. Yeah, we're on Kay Hansen's OnlyFans, whatever you guys are doing. Don't actually don't listen to this podcast while you're on Kay Hansen's OnlyFans, but
1: uh, yeah, you don't want to hear our voice when you see her face, voice. even though our. Banking you know. your baloney, dude. Yeah, all I mean, right. listen, we might—you might have a nicer face than her, but you don't all have a. Right. Enough, so, so, you, all right, enough, enough. You don't have a booty. I'm we're sorry, ad- we're, here, it. we're out of you here, dude. We're out of here. You don't have it.
0: Listen, enough's <laughs> enough. Shoulder strikes MMA podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. Thank you for joining us.
1: Like, uh, subscribe, win like, subscribe all the money this
0: always. Week. Win a money, please listen, double listen, triple listen, and then tell me that uh, I was wrong when Der- yeah. Jared Canineer <laughs> puts uh, Israel out of sign into the land of wind and ghosts. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, let us know what you think about his QAnon theories. Uh, you know, we're here.
0: We're, you know, we'll talk about it all pretty much, and
1: uh, <laughs> even the Kinahan. So you know, it's there.
0: <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening.
1: See you.